welcome to another fantastic week of the Fight for Coven podcast. We're here to talk about some yarny stuff and some witchy stuff. And I'm Lauren from Valkyrie Fibers. And I'm Emily from Kitty with a Cupcake. For those of you just listening to audio, Emily's familiar little black cat is sitting right next to her, right in her face, could be talking directly into the mic. She's staring at me like, why are you talking into that microphone and not petting me? What's wrong with you? It is very cute. But um, I guess for our only news is that we have Vlogmas going on. Why don't you tell us about it, Emily? So I'm recording a daily vlog every day in December leading up through Christmas Eve. I will probably stop before Christmas Eve. <laughs> that's usually what I do. And I have many advent calendars that I open up and I just kind of show what I'm doing throughout the day. So a little slice of life vlog action. There's usually more knitting content in it in previous years, but the thing I am mostly knitting on is a thing that I can't talk about or show people. So it's been a little bit light on the knitting content this time around. <laughs> nice. And that is up for free on your YouTube channel. And you can find the link for all of our stuff through the fibercoven.com. Yes. And the Sweet. earlier stuff has Lauren in it from when she was visiting me. So check that yes. out if you're interested. It was very fun. I enjoyed creating content with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Now for some yarn stuff. Do you have any finished objects this week? Kind of. I finished kind of. a sock, but it's not here anymore. I wrapped it mm. with a note that said, the second sock is a work in progress. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, so I guess we'll see those in your whips. Yeah. I I mean, I have the, I'll, it's, this is the only thing I'm working on. So I'll just pull it out right now. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is my Regia vanilla sock. It's for my uncle. And mm-hmm. it's just a self-patterning in grays and blues of Regia. Nice. It is nice. And I finished one sock and wrapped it like I said so I am his wife is coming to Disney World with me mm-hmm. the first week of January so I will give this other sock to her then and she can bring it back to him and then he will have two socks <laughs> <laughs> that's great it's a lovely looking socks yes and this had three rows on it before watching the matrix last night so this is how far I got on the sock wow the movie. and it was my first time doing ribbing in a movie and I didn't mess it up. Nice. I'm impressed. How did you count your rows? Just in my head. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I applaud you. Thank well, you. I can show you the thing. I haven't, I... I haven't actually checked to see if I counted correctly. <laughs> Why bother? You're not going to tear it out. I'm not going to, no. <laughs> well, and this is, I'll show you the thing that I worked on now in the matrix too. I only got two rows because A, it's big and B, it got dark and I got excited. Mm-hmm. I stopped knitting, but Oh my gosh. I finished my blanket. You finished it. I finished it. I really wanted it to be done for the podcast. So it's navy blue. It's not coming across great on the screen. It's very dark mm-hmm. and it's got some faux cabling going on. It is a vintage pattern. It was started by a, a knitter who has since passed. I guess you can see it. And it was out of some red heart here. You can see the faux cabling a little better on this other part. And it turns out that this particular color of red heart was discontinued. So rather than have something not match and be in red heart because it was discontinued, I chose to have something not match and be in a yarn that I preferred, which is uh, Uptown Worsted, which is the acrylic, the 
basic acrylic that uh, knits knots my LYS carries that I really like. And so I finished it off in a navy blue and I kind of just faded them. And here's the faded section. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can see where I kind of faded a little into bit. the darker blue, mm-hmm. but uh, it's a big old blanket. I finished the border while we were watching an episode of Rebels last night, but I did a couple rows during the previous for the Matrix yesterday, but I was the crazy person who had this giant tote bag full of blankets they were knitting <laughs> in the movie theater. I felt like such a lunatic, but it's, it's very, it's very cozy. I like it. I'm going to, I mean, I'm going to see if perhaps one of our relatives might like it because we don't really need it. But if nobody wants it, it's, it's honestly rather cozy. There's a lot of it. Nice. Mm-hmm. And I also finished a tiny thing. Hey, it's the beaver moon pouch beaver moon bag. Yeah, I really like seed stitch. So this was a this was a fun one to do. And it's just a little log shaped bag from our power of the full moon club stuff. And I just did a little wooden button. And I like how it is reversible. So you can do it as a little barrel style bag like I have it or you can um, flip it inside out and it can be like a little clutch. Yeah, I have only one more pouch left in it. Yes, yes. Oh, I guess I do have promo for this. I week. was gonna say <laughs> we'll talk Can't... about it later. <laughs> oh, not promo, but also too. Didn't you finish your cold moon pouch? I did, I did. It's in in my bag. I've been bad about showing those. Uh but yes, mm-hmm. I finished my cold moon pouch. It's a little diamond-shaped bag. Uh it's got mm-hmm. some argyle cables kind of deal on it as a pattern and I include instructions in the pattern for making it into an ornament instead of a bag if you want. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I, yeah, that's, I'm excited to make mine. I think I'm going to cast mine on uh, this afternoon because I'm giving the smallest, myself the afternoon off. It's the smallest one, I think. Well, it might not yeah. be as small as the smaller version of the Harvest Moon bag because mm-hmm. that one's pretty tiny, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the Harvest Moon is pretty small. Mm-hmm. It's very cute. Yeah, but it's definitely on my plans to cast that on. Oh, like, I guess since you can't talk about your whips because it's a secret whip and you already showed us your sock, I can just keep going. Oh yeah. Go for Um, it. I barely knit on my socks because I am increasing for the heel gussets. That's why this didn't come to the movies with me yesterday. I will say, if you want to hear our opinions on Matrix Resurrections, you should check out our office hours. Mm-hmm. We uh, haven't we talked be- to each other about the movie at all yet, even though we both saw it yesterday and are big uh, Wachowski siblings fans. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so, yeah, if you like hearing nerd rants by totally unqualified people who are just fans, mm-hmm. office hours is where it's at. Anyway, I did like an inch on my little... Uh, sockies, but I'm planning to bring this to our planning on bringing this to our holiday festivities. So I'm, I have a feeling I can plow through the heel and the leg of this one. Mm-hmm. And I think the only other thing I'm working on is working up the scraps of my power, of the full moon colorways into another hat. Ooh, this one pretty. is not going to be, yeah. And it's fading from uh, yellow to orange and it'll go into red into some Browns. Um, so fall, so very fall. I, this one's not going to be an end to end hat. I don't have enough yarn for it, but I am going to try out my end to end hat idea again. Nice. But you guys will see more of this later. off. I've been really jazzed on like checking things out, like finishing off projects I'd already started. It feels great to have finished that blanket and just like cruising, cruising, cruising. Nice. 
got that finishing mojo. Mm -hmm. I was just astounded at the amount of stuff that I had planned that I already had the yarn for and the pattern picked out and everything. So I honestly, like I added check boxes into my bullet journal for next year. So I'm excited to think it was a big one. (laughs) And that's all I think I've been working on. I guess we can talk about our acquisitions now. Yeah. So Chad gave me my Yule presents on Yule and they were kind of witchy. So I thought I would show them and one will make you laugh. Um, I think I, I heard about it. Yeah. So Chad got me this very beautiful wire wrapped amethyst. Ooh, that one's nice. Is it silver? It is. Sorry. This cat tail is bumping the microphone. You can't sit here if you're going to bump the microphone. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's a silver wire wrapped amethyst and it is mm-hmm. by uh, JD Green and he bought it before we got our little matching ones that we stuck on our moon <laughs> necklaces when Lauren was here. Uh, so he, when she announced that she was selling the crystals, Chad was like, damn it, Emily's going to buy one of those. <laughs> Because <laughs> he had yeah, already like custom ordered this were, for me. <laughs> and a moment when you were away, we had that discussion while I was visiting. He's, and it's true that he was like, but the one I picked out for is different. It's, so it's really different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's got different color wrapping and it's like mm-hmm. a lot bigger. Like this one I really like with my little moon charm. Because uh, mm-hmm. they match so nicely. And this one I'm going to wear by myself. So this is a little amethyst in there. Uh, it's a nice little rough amethyst, which Chad picked out because it's my favorite rock. So mm-hmm. good job, Chad. And I do have her Etsy shop now. Great. Uh, which we struggled to find before. And it's Londi Jamel. Oh, nice. And she, you can DM her to order custom wrapped crystals if you wish. But she wrote on this little tag, may this amethyst bring tranquility, wisdom, and protection to you, which is nice. So I think I'm going to get a little leather cord to put it on. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Kind of have some like Jen Urso vibes to that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. Nice. So, So I got that. And then Chad also got me a present. When we were at Herophany and Hedge, semi-secretly, he, uh, he tried to make it more secret, but there it was kind of chaotic in there and they failed a little bit on the secret part. Um, well, I was, I, I didn't know it, what it was, but right. he was, he tried to check out separately of me, but that didn't happen. <laughs> right. Right. But that's okay. I didn't know what it was. And it mm-hmm. is this very beautiful handmade leather book. Nice. So it's so pretty and it's a very nice present because I would not buy this beautiful handmade book for myself because it is too Mm -hmm. fancy. But it's nice. It has just plain pages. So I'll probably use it as a sketchbook once I get the courage to like actually write in it. But it's so fancy. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's nice. It's gorgeous. I bet. And it looks like it has a little ribbon divider too. Yeah, it has a little ribbon divider. It has like really nice book binding. Mm-hmm. So it's fancy. Well, the, you can always have a grand adventure where you have to destroy a piece of cursed jewelry and then write down your tale in that book. To Maybe my over. amethyst is cursed. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> to throw it into a volcano. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can write your entire story in there and then it give it to your best friend slash gardener. Yeah, it does have like that like important feel to it. Maybe I'll just like write my life story in there. 
<laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> I would have to fight a dragon first. Or a giant spider. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yes. Those are my acquisitions. Well, lovely. I guess that kind of leads into our occult corner where we're going to talk about another rock. Rocks. Um, rocks. And we're going to talk about one that I got at the witch shop, Herophany and Hedge, which is lapidolite. And I didn't know anything about lapidolite. We're both holding a lapidolite up to the camera uh, until I was um, in the shop and I just saw that it was good for, or it, uh, you know, symbolized like peaceful sleep and uh, per- nightmare prevention, which is something that I could really use. And I think it's a really pretty color. We both really like purple. Mm-hmm. It's a nice lilac or lavender. And I just bought it because I like the way it looked. Uh, but then I started researching it and it was actually pretty interesting. Nice. So... So lapidolites can be a variety of colors. Most common is kind of that lilac, but they can range from kind of a pinky, dusty rose color or grays. And there's even some red or yellow ones. Mm. Um, They come from lots of different places in the world. Uh, Most notably Brazil, the U.S., Russia, a couple places in Canada, as well as in Madagascar. Mm -hmm. And this is for the geology nerds out there. They're uh, like a group and they're, Phyllosilicates. You cut out. She said the mica group. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yes, the mica group, mm-hmm. which kind of means that they're a, a softer uh, stone. So they're not really hard like a true gemstone. They're a softer stone. Yeah. And they're called lepidolite from the Greek word lepidos, which means scale. So when this stone is unfinished, it's kind of rough and scaly before it gets polished and shaped the way that people might like to have it. Yeah, it kind of looks like um, layer-ish, kind of like when you see like limestone walls, it's got like those kind of horizontal like layers going Mm -hmm. on. It Mm -hmm. almost kind of reminds me of when you see like a bunch of little barnacles stuck to a rock. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind of scaly like that. Mm -hmm. So... I always like looking up the ancient lore on something, but this one actually doesn't have any ancient lore because it was discovered in 1861. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I was like all excited to talk about what the ancients thought about this or that or the other thing, but the ancients did not have any opinions on Lapidolite because it didn't exist to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was originally called something like lilac light or something because it was lilac in color. But um, it got changed to lapidolite because of its scaly nature. But since it's purple, it generally, and, and it's all of its meanings come from modern-ish times. Most of its associations are similar associations of what you'd have to the color purple. It was just calming, restorative, like clearing, that sort of a thing. Just a lot of the same associations as an amethyst would. But something that I thought was interesting this, that lapidolite is the most abundant lithium bearing mineral that there is like aside from like straight lithium. Oh, interesting. And yeah. So this is the part I actually found most interesting is the association. So lapidolites have like the highest lithium content for any mineral aside from just straight lithium, but it's also associated with like, uh, emotional and mental balance and calm which I thought was absolutely fascinating because lithium was one of the first modern science developed treatments for um, some sort of mood, dis- you know, various yeah. mood disorders and things that would disturb one's mental health or like neurodivergent situations. I don't know, mm-hmm. but 
that one really struck me as, I don't know, like wellness, not wellness culture, but like spirituality imitate and, and science, like being hand in hand, just like how, um, when people think of crystal meanings, they black stones tend to absorb, you know, vibes or bad energy or any type of energy and black as a color in the visual spectrum absorbs all wavelengths. Mm -hmm. So like the absorptive quality is the same for black within both science, black as a color and black as a color symbol. Yeah. And I thought that was an interesting correlation here with the lithium in this stone and lithium as a treat is an early treatment for certain mental health struggles. That is neat. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have any, um, thoughts or opinions on uh, Lapidolite? I mean, it's purple, so I like it because it's purple. Um, Mm -hmm. I also, I enjoy that like purple rocks like amethyst are good, like in witchy stuff. They're for like anxiety and stress relief. Um, So that's why I have Mm -hmm. my little round Lapita light aside from the fact that it's pretty. So yeah, I I just like purple. And I think that uh, using things that you like in your spiritual practice is is good it makes you feel good try it out Mm -hmm. yeah and i like the little sparkle bits in it which are from the mica that we talked about uh same Mm -hmm. kind of thing as the moonstone situation little sparkly bits it is i don't know anything about geology and learning little like fun facts about geology through this series on our favorite rocks has been very fun for me Mm mm-hmm yeah yeah rocks but yeah so i think that most of the like witchy meanings for rocks are like just color based so um Mm -hmm. if if you just think about different colors and you find a rock that is a certain color and you know your general color meanings behind things which we did do a whole series on color meanings behind things Mm -hmm. earlier in this podcast uh that's a good way to get into crystal stuff yeah and really these things are symbols and whatever something symbolizes to you, it it doesn't have to be what it symbolizes to, to everybody. If it symbolizes something that you want to bring into your life and every time you touch it or look at it or remind you of a positive quality or something you're striving for, it's a good thing. Yeah. Yay. Yay. You should start a rock collection too. Rocks are fun. (laughs) Rocks are so fun. Well, I think that's about all the content we had for you for this week. If you'd like to find us anywhere around the internet, you can go to fibercoven.com. It'll have links to my yarns and Emily's patterns and all the other things we're doing around the internet, as well as our Patreon, where you can hang out with us. And you can get the quarter four of the Full Moon Club patterns as a whole big bundle in both my Etsy shop and on PayHip because they have all been released now. And there's pictures of them so you can see what they look like before you buy them. Nice. Sorry, I forgot that you had your little bit of promo. No problem. I just did it right there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is great. Thank you so much for spending time with us. And we look forward to seeing each other. We look forward to spending this time with you. And until next week, Kevin, keep making yarn magic. Bye. Bye.